a million dollars. That's how much she spent. Daniela Barrett Johnson stared at her husband in disbelief. Cyrus Johnson sat at the cushioned chair in the seating area of their master suite. Legs spread wide, the top of his buttons of his shirt open, and the tie of his tux hanging loosely around his neck. She held her questioning until after the dinner party, but the entire night she'd been wound up as tight as a rope, itching to ask him about what she'd been told. She'd hope he would tell her it wasn't true, that her ex-boyfriend, Roland DeBose, had lied when he said Cyrus bought his debts for a million dollars in exchange for him breaking up with her and disappearing from her life. Not only had Cyrus denied the story, he didn't see anything wrong with the bribe. He couldn't understand why she was upset. Had Roland not felt guilty and come clean to her, she would have never known. Roland had come clean to her, not Cyrus. She'd seen his ruthless side before, but she hadn't considered she might become a victim of his tactics. Outside of being the CEO of Johnson Enterprises, his family's beer and brewing restaurant empire, he had his own private investments. As recently as two weeks ago, he outbid other investors to purchase a family-owned company. Within days, he slashed half of the workforce and installed his own people in upper and middle management. When she asked him how he could be so callous, he simply replied, I don't buy these companies to make friends. I buy them to make money. What a fool she had been to fall in love with him in the first place. She had seen some good in him once, but the more she got to know him, what good she had seen had been overshadowed by a string of behavior that demonstrated a glaring lack of conscience. Since he deceived her on this point, what other areas in their life had he deceived her in? This was the last straw. He was not the man for her. She couldn't spend the rest of her life with someone who she couldn't trust. Teetering back and forth between being proud of being on his arm one minute and ashamed of being on his the next. I want you to tell me you didn't do this, she said. Show some remorse. Then I'd be a liar. I never lied to you, and I never will. No, you deceived me, she said. It was a means to an end, he spoke calmly, as if his behavior was an everyday occurrence. For him, it probably was. Was it worth it? Did you get your money's worth? I would have paid much more. Ten times as much to get rid of him so I could have you. His words should have made her feel better, but they didn't. Why did you have to have me? Why did you feel the need to pay someone to get them out of the way? She waited, her stomach unsettled by the gnawing of apprehension. Because you have all the qualities I look for in a wife, Danny, he replied. That's why I chose you. His answer should have been a compliment, but it disappointed her. If he'd given another reason, she might have considered forgiving him for the breach of trust. I'm the perfect woman, she said bitterly without conceit. She fit into a high-profile structure of his life because she'd been groomed almost from birth to marry someone of wealth. Educated? Check. She had a master's in art history from UC Berkeley. Poise, charm, and grace? Check. She understood business protocol and the norms for any number of social engagements. The right background? Check. Her mother, now deceased, had been a model for years and her father had made a fortune in commercial real estate before selling his company and retiring in Florida. There were no embarrassing scandals in her past and, like his family, 
Hers could trace their roots back for generations. Should I be flattered you chose me and were willing to spend an exorbitant amount of money to get me to marry you? You could be, but I suspect that you aren't. He watched her closely, like the shark he was, likely trying to determine what her next move would be, but he had no idea. She turned away so he wouldn't see the pain in her face. Cyrus was good at reading people, and it hadn't been easy to keep her true feelings from him for fear he would use them against her. The stress had taken its toll, and now finding out that he'd done only deepened her trust for him. You're not sorry at all for what you did, are you? She asked. My only regret is trusting that snake, Rolinda Bowles, to keep his mouth shut. Frankly, Danny, you should be thanking me for getting him out of your life. You needed someone stronger. She swung back around. Someone like you, maybe. A control freak who bullies people into doing what he wants them to? Cyrus didn't concern himself with other people's wants or needs. All that mattered was what he wanted. He didn't deserve you, he said, as if he hadn't heard a word she said. What did you ever see in him anyway? A wannabe entrepreneur in off-the-rack suits? For God's sake, Cyrus, not everyone can afford Brioni. Every suit and tuxedo he owned was handmade by the designer. True. He looked so smug. You're such an ass, he smiled, an unapologetic master of the universe smile. The same one that had captured her attention from the beginning and still managed to make her abdomen contract in unwavering attraction. Yeah, but you like it. The thread of acknowledgement went through her as the truth of his words. She didn't like the strength he exuded and the power he wielded. Perhaps too much. They were sexy traits for sure. And being with a man like him was exciting until you saw the ugly side of his power. He manipulated people and situations. His actions made old wounds resurface, wounds she tried to heal for years but hadn't been able to. I'm a better man than Roland DeBose, he said his name with a curl on his lips, could ever dream of being. I'm a man of my word, and I'll continue to make sure you have everything you ever want or need. Everything, every material possession imaginable was hers if she asked. She fingered her diamond choker, it suddenly felt like a noose, one she'd willingly slipped around her own neck. How could she continue to live with him, knowing he blackmailed Roland out of her life? One of his many transgressions, too many to name. This changes everything. He watched her without flinching. Emotionless, unfeeling, for now, for good. He rose slowly from the chair. You're upset, he said. Once you come down... You'll rethink what you said. She hated the way he always made her sound so unreasonable, as if he was the only one who exemplified logic and common sense. No, I won't. I'm thinking clearly right now, and I won't forget what you did. It's over. I can't trust you, and I never will. She pivoted away from him. Divorce is not an option, he said, halting her in her tracks. He hadn't raised his voice a single decimal, how could he sound so calm in the middle of a monumental argument? She wanted to scream. She whirled to face him again. Do you really think you can hold on to me if I want to leave? She asked, incredulous. His eyes were as hard as steel. One would think she had done something wrong. 
You can leave whenever you want, Danny. I won't hold you against your will. That would be a monstrous thing to do. And everyone knows you're not a monster, she said sarcastically. He began to remove his gold cufflinks. Slowly, he slipped each piece of jewelry between the buttonholes. She brought them for him, each one monogrammed with his initials, CJ. You made me a promise and I expect you to keep it. She couldn't believe he bought up a conversation they had weeks ago. She laughed, the sound shrill and unnatural. Don't hold your breath. He didn't react. If he'd given any indication this argument affected him nearly as much as it did her, perhaps they'd have stood a chance, but her husband rarely expressed emotion. Strict control in his life was prominent at all times, and he actually became even more detached during their arguments. Our marriage is over, Cyrus. She didn't move, temporarily paralyzed by the magnitude of her decision. Saying the words made it final. She would no longer wrestle with the decision in her head because she'd put it out there in the universe. She told him and fully intended to carry through with her decision no matter how much it pained her. One of these days, someone will deceive you too, and we'll see how you like it. His silence was unbearable. Since he didn't respond to her warning, she left him alone to enter the main area of their bedroom. He came up behind her as stealth as a big cat and caught her by the arm. Pushing her back against the wall, he leaned close and barricaded her with his hands on either side of her body. Stay away from Roland DeVos, he said, low and succinct. If I ever find out he's made contact with you again, I will destroy him. He paused to let the words sink in. Her heart tripped in her chest. Cyrus didn't make idle threats. His eyes lowered to the bodice of her dress, which dipped low and exposed her full cleavage. He bought it for her, a one-of-a-kind Alexander McQueen. The golden lame sparkled against her light caramel complexion and fit her figure perfectly. She had to admit it was a good choice, and by the look in his eyes, she knew that as much as he liked to see her in it, now Cyrus wanted to see her out of it as quickly as possible. She shrank back against the wall, seeking distance between them, but finding none. Are we done? she asked, unable to tolerate being in the same room with him for another minute. She had every intention of spending the night in one of the spare bedrooms on the other side of the house, as far away from him as possible. No, we're not done. The words dripped slowly from his lips like warm, heavy syrup. Time to go to bed. His head dipped to hers and she immediately placed her hands against his broad shoulders to shove him away. Instead of letting her go, he scooped her up and carried her to the large bed. Pinning her arms above her head, he kissed her the way he wanted to. Slowly, thoroughly. He loved to kiss and he was extremely good at it. The seductive movements of his lips over hers battered her resistance. Don't fight me, he said against her cheek. He ran one hand down the inside of her arm, over her breast, and down her hip. She twisted and arched, the heat of his touch warming her skin through the material. Already he had her wanting more. Cupping one breast, he kissed the line of her cleavage and pulled in frustration at the edge of her gown, seeking her nipple. In his impatience, he ripped the dress down the middle, a dress that had cost him thousands. Then Yella gasped. I'll buy you another one, he said. He licked the tips of her breast, 
unleashing a pool of heat in her belly. I'll buy you a thousand more, he said to the underside of her breast. His voice was rough with hunger. The sound of it was like an aphrodisiac. He reached lower. The gold thong was torn from her hips like a thin layer of tissue. His fingers anxious, his chest heaving with each labored breath. He pressed her legs apart, and when his face disappeared between her thighs, she let loose a whimper of surrender. She long ago recognized she couldn't refuse him. It had always been like this between them, a fiery passion that burned everything in its path and left her trembling, throbbing at his mercy. As his mouth moved over her tender flesh, she closed her eyes and forgot their argument, concentrated on the caress of his lips and tongue, and temporarily shelved any thoughts of leaving him. I'm Paige Turner and this is Novelty. On this week's episode, we will be reviewing book two of the Johnson Family series entitled Perfect by Delaney Diamond. This author sure does know how to hook you. As you can tell from the passage, CEO Cyrus Johnson Jr. is definitely no joke. He is the CEO of the Johnson Family Enterprises, which is a beer brewing Uh, company and a restaurant establishment he's also the big brother of ivy johnson who we uh, got introduced to in book one called unforgettable and that's another thing before i get into the story that i like about uh, the author delaney diamond she does have a way of introducing you to the characters within the series without getting too much into their story and who they are um, except for the part that they play in the family or who they are in the family Uh, i think this is good because then you can read each book on its own but still kind of get the whole family picture or you can read the book as a series Uh, we will be reviewing this entire series here on novelty just because i'm a little OCD that way about my book reading I have to read every part of a series just so I feel like I don't miss something this story is about CEO uh Cyrus Johnson Jr. and his estranged wife, Daniela Barrett Johnson. Now, in this story, uh, Daniela met Cyrus when she was redecorating one of his offices. She's the owner of Bew Art Galleries, um, and she was hired to decorate one of his offices. Cyrus knows that from the beginning, Daniela is the one. She was beautiful. She had the right background. She knew business, the perfect woman for him. So as they go through the course of this marriage, Daniela starts to see signs um, or in in habits within Cyrus that she just can't take. He's manipulative. He's a control freak. And she just can't take anymore. So she wants a divorce. Three years later, Cyrus is still being manipulative and controlling. She's done everything she can to get out of this marriage with him. She finally is just had enough and she spent she decides to go to his office and confront him and demand a divorce. She thinks at this point it is just ridiculous. Hell, they haven't even lived together in the past three years. So Daniela had gotten up her courage and she was hell bent that she was gonna go to his office and she was gonna demand that he give her a divorce. So Daniela gets there and she's in his office and Cyrus is his 
self. He's his calm self that makes her angry. In the midst of an argument, she don't understand how he could be so calm. But it's all a game. She feels like he's just trying to manipulate her. So she's upset. She's asking him what it would take to get out of that marriage. What would he want in order for to get a divorce? So y'all, Cyrus says, if you give me a baby, I'll give you a divorce. I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. Is he serious? He says that they had a plan and she had promised him that she was going to give him a baby and she wanted him to hold, She he wanted her to hold up her end of the bargain as he had held up his end of the bargain in their marriage. Yo, so now that Cyrus has hit her with this ultimatum, Daniela is furious. She heads out to her attorney's office and as she's on her way there, she's playing the conversation over and over again in her head. Like, how could he tell me or how could he ask me for a baby when our marriage is the way it is? And how how dare he try to tell me who I can and cannot see so she gets to her attorney's office and they're trying to devise a plan on how she can get out of this marriage her attorney has one idea that he thinks might work and tells her just to you know kind of stay away from him until he works out this plan so a few days later Daniela gets a call from her ex-boyfriend Roland DeBose asking her out to dinner now mind you Cyrus told her to stay away from him but she goes anyway and they go to dinner and they're having a good old time and Cyrus shows up. Hmm. Now there's going to be hell to pay. So most dudes will probably just give up at this point. After seeing their wife with another man, they might finally go ahead and accept the fact that their marriage is over and give her a divorce. Some men might even fight the other dude. But not Cyrus. Mr. Billionaire CEO Cyrus Johnson does the most. He goes over to the table and he makes sure he shows Roland that Daniela is in fact still his wife. He even sits down at the table and tell both of them how they don't fucked up. How he don't want both of them to stay away from each other. And now that they weren't listening to his heed or didn't take heed that they would be held to pay. So... Cyrus just as he came he left leaves him at the table mouse wide open both of them are trying to you know help talk themselves of this guy who does he think he is he really ain't gonna do nothing huh but little they know Cyrus not afraid to flex his money and his power for sure the very next day Roland shows up at Daniela's art gallery and he is furious he's screaming at Daniela to stay away from him that he doesn't want anything to do with her and she's asking him what what did I do what is going on and he lets her know well your husband Cyrus just bought my company and fired me Daniela is shocked. She has no idea what to do. She has tried everything and now she's backed in a corner. The plan her divorce attorney had in mind didn't go through and now she doesn't know what to do. She's finally feeling defeated. She all fucked up y'all. And what about Roland? Is he just going to stand by and let this man destroy everything he's worked so hard for and take his girl again? Find out what happens next. Um, find out if Roland will retaliate, if Daniela and Roland will work together, if uh, Cyrus will just find somebody else to give him his baby. The only way to do that, though, is go ahead and download this book. Go ahead and download Delaney Diamonds Perfect. You can download it from Amazon. You can download it from uh, Goodreads. And Kobo has an app and also Barnes & Nobles. I'll take a quick break and I'll come back and give this book its rating. 
Hi, I just wanted to pop on and thank you for sticking with me so far. I hope you're enjoying what you're hearing. Don't forget to follow me anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Share, rate, and subscribe. Also, follow me on Instagram at Novelty the Podcast to interact with me daily and be the first to know when a new episode drops. You can also follow the link in Instagram and email me if you're interested in being part of the tea party and want to hang out with me in the tea lounge. This is my closed Facebook group. This is where we'll have in-depth discussions about each book that's reviewed here on Novelty. I'll see you soon. I said, all right okay all right okay all right let's go so let's see if this book is cis certified um cis certified well that's whether the storyline was good whether it was interesting and whether it was sexy um i think i'm gonna say yes to this one and i do so reluctantly because let me explain the storyline okay so the idea of the story between silas cyrus oh i can't talk cyrus and daniela was good the idea that they're in an estranged marriage and uh, there is a factor with an ex-boyfriend thrown in there and the story has so much potential but it kind of runs out of steam for me um the thing that kept me going with the story is trying to find out what was going to happen next or being interested to find out what was going to happen next i wanted to find out what roland was going to do i wanted to see how much more fight daniela had in her and the depth she was willing to go to get this divorce but um none of those things played out like i expected them to play out so that's then we go into whether it was interesting so yeah there was enough in the book that did keep me interested throughout the the whole story most of that was like I said I wanted to try to find out what happened next I you know the story was so good in the beginning and there were so many avenues the story could go that would make it so interesting and so good I was just waiting for that that all factor that oh that girl that no that oh no he didn't I was just waiting for that to come and because of that and because I anticipated that before I knew it I was done with the whole story now one thing that does weigh heavy on this stamp of approval for this book is the sex scenes the sex scenes between Cyrus and Daniela are hot let me tell you if you can't tell from just the beginning of the book the the power and confidence that cyrus exudes is sexy and then i don't know about you but any man that can make you forget that you just asked him for a divorce by going down on you then baby you know he handling his business in the bedroom so i said the story kind of ran out of steam but i don't say that at all to say that it wasn't a good book now whether it was a book that i would recommend on its own probably not but as part of this series i think that it does go um it is a part of the series it's like a chapter um so I, I definitely recommend reading this book as part of the series i hope that delaney diamond can spark some fire and keep us interested uh, for the remaining three books the next book in the series book three is friends and this is the story of the little brother of ivy johnson and cyrus johnson which is trenton johnson now in book one and two we get a little glimpse into trenton johnson's story and we find that he is the actual cousin of the johnson uh, family there he his parents died when he was young and he was taken in by ivy and cyrus's parents and raised as their brother 
this story should be interesting so i hope you will join me then uh, don't forget to comment give me some constructive criticism here let me know how you're liking my podcast so far how you like the format of it with the passage at the beginning and then me going into just giving you all the story and then the rating at the end also don't forget to follow me on instagram at novelty the podcast i hope to see you guys there and in the tea lounge well until next time this has been novelty and i'm Paige turner bye